So uh, Vidar Kona, um, and they uh, they come up. Um, oh Vidar is uh, black hair, uh, black beard, um, a lot shorter than Bofries. Uh, v i d a r Vidar, um, and uh, he's a, a young man, but but not uh, not green uh, from what you can tell. And Kona, uh, he uh, they introduce themselves. Kona is Vidar's sister. Um, and the two of them are uh, rather enthusiastic about going into the ruins and fighting whatever uh, shadow might be there. They're, they're interested in, in the glory of it. And with that, we are going to end today's session. Cool. Good job, guys. Uh, debrief. Ba, 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 ba. All right. So, what is one thing that someone did other than you that was really cool? All right. I guess I. I liked when Cyril, instead of debriefing everything to Will at first, he first went to give him a hug. It's like okay, well, priorities, you know. It's like at first he was like, but no, no, no. First, first things first. And then it's like, hey, we'll talk about the horses later. It's like, come on, man. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, I enjoy Chad. Um, even though, I mean, as, as much as we can, we can say it's like, oh, well, it's not the best decisions and all, but it's, that's his character. And that's what also he gives to the group, in a sense. It's also what has saved us some other times when he like, goes into rage and is like, well, yeah, it's because that's, that's who he is, right? And maybe sometimes it's not as, as good to the situation or whatever, but I mean, that's part of being in a group and in a team. It's like accepting those things and being able to help other people's weaknesses or other people's or dwarves or elves or whoever or hobbits weaknesses with our own strengths. And then each other, like help each other with our strengths and weaknesses. So I, I enjoyed that. Um, I also enjoyed um, Haley's son. <laughs> That was pretty cool. Yeah, inspiring Dala. Dala. And, um, and also her, her input into what we had to do at the tower. So I really enjoyed that. Those things. So. <laughs> oh, there was something else. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I almost forget, but like the way that Dala just like, smacked her she was like okay nobody's gonna pass and she was like right there in front of the in front of the door and it's like okay if you spiders try to get up uh behind me or anything like there was not one spider that touched me whenever i like i've been just like being hit by everything there there was not one spider that hit Haley or that hit chad even and i don't remember if even sarel like and i don't, she, think, anyone I, took I don't think anyone took damage exactly and it was like her the first one that said like okay i'm gonna stand here in the door and i'm gonna just hit everything that comes in so that was pretty cool also yeah. Well, and I like that too because, like uh, Dala, at first when you guys were kind of debating about taller, you were like, "I'm gonna run away." And I fully <laughs> expected if they had charged in that you would have just ran away right there and just left the party. Um, but then when push came to shove and you were in there and you had the opportunity to either book it out the door and disappear, 
or stay, you stood there in the doorway and you, and you fought. And I think it was really cool that Cyrell came and that protection kept you from getting hit that, that those two times. And so, um, yeah, you guys stronger together. So when we all ran into the tower, it felt a little bit like a horror movie where all the stupid people go to where the camera <laughs> <Yes>. is. <laughs> but um, <laughs> just as a side note, um, but I want to shout out John as the DM. Um, I thought he did a great job building suspense, like the pacing of what is going on is there a spider is this just remains of the spider and then like when we finally leading up to when we finally saw the spider and then still not seeing the spider in our fight not knowing at what point <laughs> something was going to happen I loved the 10 minute conversation you and Edrahel had back and forth on top of the tower. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was all in character. It was phenomenal. Uh, you guys, you guys did a great job there. So. I loved how. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Derek. You I was going to say, I loved how everyone stayed in character. <laughs> um, I thought that was really cool. Um, Everyone did that. I loved how Dala was just like laying a smack down on chat. Like, nope, don't talk. Nope, this is what you're going to do. <laughs> and chat, although absolutely annoying, totally in character. So yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you you and you and Joel kind of, or you and Gabriel kind of killed it right there. I mean, yeah, it was Nebuchadnezzar was, I think, driving the entire party nuts. But that was also exactly what Nebuchadnezzar would have done. And the thing was, if you had told him about the dwarves, um, he would have had to make a wisdom save with disadvantage to not attack the spider. His curse of weakness is vengeance. Like, he would have gone nuts. And you guys don't know that. So, I mean, that's, that's not information your characters have. Um, you, can, you can kind of figure it out about Nebuchadnezzar a bit, but that was going to be really interesting. And I was like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, played out in a very particular way. So, One last thing. Again, uh, what Hannah said. A shout out to John. That was just the whole setup. Like I didn't even think about it until you said it, Hannah. But it was like a horror story that done right. Like it was like, oh my gosh, like what is going to happen? That was really cool. And I love how you keep weaving in Lord of the Rings stuff, although we're playing Lord of the Rings. Like I love the extra work you're you're taking as a lore master to like weave in taller or we've been the son of Beaufort you know all these characters and which yeah Haley you would recognize Beaufort as one of the dwarves that was a companion of Bilbo is he the really big one that oh, cool. he's got like scraggly hair I'll send you a picture okay not the one I'm thinking no that's cool yeah and I think for me I, I think it was when Haley uh, gave the cookie to <laughs> I was like all right well now this is nice yeah. knowing you. Here's a cookie. Oh, I haven't eaten that cookie. See you later. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thanks. With all in all, it was, oh, we'll talk about it later. My bad. Well, I'll just say that, hey, I liked Haley's song too. That was great. <laughs> uh, uh, Katy Perry parody for you. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Katy parody? Oh. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, cool. If there's no more shout outs, uh, number two, what was something that was challenging either for you as a person, a player, or for your character? I think my character is, I mean, she's 
she's only been traveling. She's been traveling for like two years now, so she's not inexperienced. But most of her travels, as Haley said, was has been through the cities, and um, so I think she's starting to like get to a point where um, experiencing these rough battles back to back are like starting to freak her out a little bit not to the point where it's debilitating but you know how she was saying to edge how you know that's really big right think about how much bigger it is for me <laughs> she's still from the hobbit but she's still from the shire so yeah. well i would say decision making for sure and when chad was like let's go we i mean the shadow and, and all this stuff so i was like oh man like now everybody's going i want to run like okay what's gonna happen like are we all gonna die so really decision making and i don't know like i at the time i didn't want to be like a follower i didn't want to just be like okay well we're gonna just go in and then like if something bad really happens and like why did I do that but I think actually going in and and like John was saying like yeah before I was I was like I was gonna run but then I was like okay well I mean we're already in so let's go let's go for it but yeah definitely yeah and I I think for me at least for Chaz like his whole for Chad, his, his, his whole thing is like, you know, even though he did not know the whole lore about the spider, just from the pieces and pieces that he picked up from the other part, obviously he's not in front of the war. You know, this guy is such a strong domain, like whether or not this was their main bad guy or not. And I believe I, 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 that Chad believed it could have been the main bad guy that was drawn out here. I mean, he does not know if these spiders can use mind control or whatever. He doesn't know that stuff. I mean, it's, there's so much crazy magic going on here. He doesn't know. So for him, it was like, this was a no-brainer. This is the thing we have to have. But when everyone else is saying, run, 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 for him, it was like, it's like running. It's like, what was the whole point of traveling out this far if we're just going to run away? It'll be one thing to run to, 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 to like one of the trolls that are our main enemies. When this guy owns the entire soft force. So I think that's where, where Chad was at because he was, because I was thinking like, if you guys would have fled, I was actually planning that Chad would actually snuck, snuck away from the party to fight him. Um, even if it cost him his life, because, because just to let this evil roam free because we're too afraid to fight him just does not fit who like Chad is. So mm -hmm. like, so Chad, I mean, obviously fleeing from a few spiders or from a few trolls, whatever, but this guy was something that he, he felt like he had to fight. Mm -hmm. uh, so his frustration was with the party because he felt like, you know, even if he had to go alone, then he still would have gone, you know. Yeah. As for Adrahel and for myself, too, like the decision-making part, well, that, that was the whole reason of the conversation with Haley because it's like, okay, well, it's like if Chad were to come here and he would see, like, what you were saying uh, before, John, if he were to come here and see all these dwarves, well, we'd know what, how he's reacted before, so this is even more close to home. Mm -hmm. so it's like, okay, all these things and all these opportunities that, that come about, like, okay, well, this is the one chance of, like, toler this, the, the Huntress. Like, we know what he does. We know how he acts. And as Chad was saying, like, it's, it's still darkness. And it's an opportunity that it's, like, what, one, two, three, four, five hits before it even wakes up, you know? So it's like, okay, all these opportunities that start coming through the, through the mind. And it's like, well, what you're saying, like, why would we come all this way if we're not going to, like, 
be willing to do something. And, and however, like still being careful and saying like, okay, well, I'm still going to go for the, for the, in, instead of what I want or what I think that should be done, then it's like, okay, the best for the whole party. So it's like always taking care and always asking like, okay, well, can I still hear the hissing? Because if not, that means that we have to act even more, even quicker than what we've, we've been doing. So it's like, okay, well, can I still hear the hissing? The, per, uh, the precursive hissing is like, well, yes, okay, that means that it's still asleep or that this thing hasn't still noticed anything. But no, as soon as it's not, it's like, okay, well, we got to take an action quickly. And then we go down and that's when Hell was like, okay, everybody move in, right? Oh no, why do we have to move in? Well, it's because I've seen the spider and we, we know what's going on, but there's no time to explain anything. Like everybody has to move in, but it's like, oh, well, why don't we run away? Well, because I've seen the spider, because we know how quick it is, because we know how big it is, because we know that, for example, fighting a giant, the 10 steps that we take, one step that the, that the giant takes, and it's not going to be a fair fight in that moment, right? So seeing all those things, seeing the, the tower and all, all that, that's, that's still a challenge for the group itself, I believe. It's kind of like, well, no, it's because I believe that we should do this. And the other person, I believe that I should do that. And then myself, I believe that you should, we should do something completely different. How are we going to come together as a group? That's something very interesting to see that there are, section, there are times that we do and there are times that we don't. And there's always this, this thing is like, oh, well, it wasn't what I wanted to do. So how are we going to react to that? How are we going to act now that this happened? So that's, that's just some of the dynamics that at least go through my mind. And me being Edrahilden, it's a different thing. But that, those are things that go through my mind. It's interesting to see. So Those are all good thoughts. Thank you. Yeah, I think it was a challenge for Cyril because he's getting bits and pieces of information. Um, and I think his thought was if we could sneak up on this bat thing and this bat thing looks from the report that he got like something we won't be able to handle, can we sneak away? <laughs> and so that's why he was like, what, wait, why are we holding up in the tower? That that's going to guarantee we're going to have to fight him. Um, so I think it was a challenge for him also being super frustrated with Chad, like, Hey, you're putting the whole party <laughs> in danger. Um, but also, like, there was a point where Edrahel was telling everyone to go to the tower. Dala was almost out. Cyril was almost out. Like, like, it crossed my mind. All right, would Cyril run away? No, he would stay and fight with the party. So it's, it's kind of that challenge of, you know, um, kind of loyalty to the party. And then also, is the party acting wise? So, yeah. Anyone else want to weigh in? All right. Final question. Uh, what is something you can take away from today's lesson and apply to real life? I, I believe that what you were saying is like, well, many, so many of the times we're just getting bits and pieces of information. And so many times we take that as like, well, then how can I, how can I, how can I do everything if I don't know it all? Right. But so many times that's the point it's like okay well like for example with god uh there's this song we make it says even if i don't see it you're working if i even if i can feel it you are still working because it's trusting god it's like we don't have we're we're finite uh beings which means we're not going to see everything that there is to be we're not everywhere to see everything that has to be seen we're not going to know everything all the time and we're never going to know everything at least in this life i don't know how it's going to be afterwards but Right now, I don't know everything. So, like, how would we take the actions that are 
good for us, knowing what it's good for us without knowing the whole picture. And that's when it says like, okay, well, why wouldn't we go to the person that, to the, yeah, to the person that, that actually knows it all and allow God to take those, uh, those steps for us, him knowing. And, but it's like, okay, this surrender of saying like, okay, I don't trust, I don't know everything and I'm not going to try to know it, everything. And I'm not going to take the decisions based on what I know, but I'm going to allow you to do it. So that's just something to, and same in teamwork. It's like the same thing what you were saying. So it is teamwork actually. So, well, no fear. Um, uh, Really don't be afraid um, to know that one thing that has been on my heart and it's like cool because it actually like played out in the, in, um, in this whole thing. So it's like uh, that you're not fighting the battles alone. Um, Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, God already won. So uh, you're not alone and just don't be afraid and know that, I mean, he already, he already has the victory and he's already the victory. So um, I think that that's pretty cool that, uh, even though, even through these like tough times and decision-making that we just know, okay, well, God is on our side. So, you know, if he's for us, then who could be against us? So, um, and it's just working together to kind of, uh, trust really just trust. Um, uh, and that's what we should be doing. That's what we should be doing throughout this and in life. So just trust him. I uh, think that in a lot of the different uh, parties that I've been in as far as um, like role-playing games are concerned, the loot is typically kept and kept a secret. And the fact that Cyrell um, told Wilfrey about the staff um, I wasn't mm-hmm. sure how that was going to go or how that was even going to go down with the rest of the party because of how often I've seen like, what, that's such a valuable magical item or whatever. Um, but I think it ended up being um, an, a great opportunity for us to have that strengthened relationship with that group of dwarves, especially since we saw them take down taller when we were so scared of taking down dollar ourselves and um now we have two guides as well um with uh or or we have help with the brother and sister that are joining us Uh, and i think the uh just being honest in that situation um ended up being for the best and oftentimes it can be tempting to not be honest um, because you think it's going to be a better outcome because of it but being honest um, will end up being the best choice in the end Hmm. that's good Uh, I really like uh, I think John said this earlier so me slash Cyrell when we're in the Tower of Light how are we going to survive this and so I'm trying to like figure out how we're going to fight taller and then the small spiders come in. I'm like, oh, goodness gracious, now we got to fight them too. And it's like, how in the world are we going to handle all this? And it's, it was just like, we got to fight, and we got to protect the party and do what we can. 
And it was, I was excited when the doors came in because it was like just that ray of hope um, kind of in a dark time. And, and I think it's a good reminder. Sometimes we face situations in life that we have no idea how it's going to work out. Like I have, we're trying to figure out and do all the math and calculations in our head. Like, but we don't have, there's no way we can do this. And it's cool when God just like drops something in, just kind of a reminder that he's still God and he could do amazing miracles and amazing stuff. And so I'm just coming to the point of, Hey, I'm doing all that I can to trust God, to follow him. And I'm going to trust him with the rest. And so um, I think that was a good reminder. for me. Definitely. And I think one of the thoughts that's going through my mind, and obviously this has been more like a gain than life, I think, in some ways, but I think it applied is like learning that the spider webs could be caught on fire. I mean, God's mind's like, oh, maybe like I could puff someone, put on a war hammer, light it up, and this cool weapon. But I realized, no, my, my, guy, my guy doesn't know that. <laughs> so I guess what it comes down to is like there's this need for just knowledge and for wisdom. You know, there's a need, you know, like you only know what you know. And um, that applies to our Christian life. Some many, many Christians, you know, you want them, maybe you believe in Jesus, but you don't read the word of God. It's not something you do on your daily basis. Well, you, you only know what you know. So, like, you need to have a wealth of knowledge that when you face with different situations, you know how to handle it. You know, what is God's perspective? How, you know, you can relate to stories in the Old and New Testament and say, how do people respond when they were faced with this decision where someone was disloyal to them or they were tempted or whatever? What was their reply? What was their outline? You know, but if, but if you don't have that wealth of knowledge, then you enter into a place where you are unequipped to fight the fight you need to fight. So I think that's, so I, so that's one of the things I learned is like, you know, not limiting yourself by what you don't know, but actually spend time to learn things, to actually develop skills, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, so when the hard time comes, you, you don't put a hindrance on yourself and on those that are around you. It's good. Really good. Actually, the reason I kept dropping and picking up the torch, I was debating trying to light the spires on fire, trying to light the web on fire. But then I was like, if I light the web on fire, we're all stuck in the tire, the tower. It's not going to be smart. So. Good lessons there. Well, my goal was we get to the top of the tower with Tal up there. And then as it's trying to bust in, then we find a way to light. Because like, there's so much spare web on top of the tower to light that on fire. It just burns taller when, when it's up there. You know, because I knew that he would not be able to bust in because he's too big to bust in unless, unless he shook the whole tower. Now, when he shook the whole tower, I thought that John was just kind of like, like knock over the whole tower. I'm like, oh, well, I'm just going to get squashed, dude. Like, <laughs> I saw the look on Derek's face when I said the tower shifted a little bit. Derek was like, oh, God, not something else. <laughs> yeah. It was actually really I'm satisfying. There, like, there, like, in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. So. Any other lessons we can learn? Always grapple a dwarf if you have the opportunity. It's apparently very easy. <laughs> I think I'm going to grease myself up next, next next game. Just keep myself in a, in a constant state of grease up armor. And just, when we get to, when we get to level four, Nebuchadnezzar is just going to do two ability score points of the strength. <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it, might, it might very well happen. All right. Uh, I think that's it, guys. Thank you so much. That was a fun session. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for playing. Thank you for watching, and we will see you next time for the next part of Through the Realm of Light and Shadow. (laughs) (laughs) I know that was a cue. Did we all say it? I'm confused. (laughs) Oh, that was awesome. Bye.